A content warning for our listeners, the following episode contains mentions of gun violence, violent threats, and racism. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. You're listening to Daybreak. Yesterday, more than a dozen historically black colleges and universities received bomb threats and a group of indigenous tribes settled with several drug distributors for more than $600 million. It's Wednesday, February 2nd. Yesterday, on the first day of Black History Month, bomb threats were made to at least 14 historically black colleges and universities, or HBCUs. While threats to 14 schools have been confirmed, more were reported at, quote, a number of other schools, according to NBC News. Several other HBCUs were similarly threatened on Monday. Some, like Howard University, were threatened on both days. Six of the schools threatened yesterday released all clears shortly after initial warnings, having found that the threats to their respective campuses were unsubstantiated. U.S. Secretary of Education Miguel Cardona tweeted that such threats of violence won't be tolerated and that his team will continue working with HBCUs to assure their safety. HBCU administrators responded with sadness, but with messages of resilience. Morgan State President David Wilson asked his students to stay strong, while also calling on the FBI to investigate the dramatic uptick in threats to HBCUs. Yesterday, one student was killed and one was injured in a school shooting in Minnesota. The tragedy is under investigation, and authorities do not have a suspect in custody. Several major drug distributors will be required to pay $515 million over seven years to a group of indigenous tribes who took legal action against the companies, while Johnson & Johnson will be required to pay up to $150 million over two years. Three of the distributors involved had reached a settlement just over six months ago with states, cities, and counties across the U.S. That settlement totaled $26 billion, roughly 50 times what they'll be paying to indigenous communities. Indigenous communities have been disproportionately negatively affected by the American opioid crisis, said Chairperson Aaron Payment of the Sioux St. Marie Tribe of Chippewa in Michigan, quote, tribes need all the resources we can secure to make our communities whole once again, end quote. One of the lawyers representing some of the tribes called this settlement, quote, a real turning point in history. Yesterday was the first day of the Lunar New Year. Assistant podcast editor and Daybreak correspondent Carrie Liang talked to some of her friends about ringing in the Year of the Tiger. I enjoyed trying new food with my friends on this Lunar New Year, and for this Next year, I am excited to finish a successful first year at Princeton University. My senior year is an opportunity to reflect on the past year and see how much I've grown, while also remaining optimistic for the future. This year, I hope to make good friends and get closer to the ones I already have. My favorite part of Lunar New Year was trying Szechuan cuisine with some good friends. Uh, It was nice making memories that I'll remember for a long time. I really enjoyed trying a bunch of new foods, and in this new year, I'm looking forward to strengthening some friendships. Today we'll start below freezing, but we'll reach a high in the low 40s in the early afternoon before settling into the mid-30s for the evening. Expect fog in the morning and accompanying cloudy skies. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Mark Dodici and myself, sound engineered by me, and produced under the 146th Managing Board of The Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Hope Perry. Have a wonderful day.